This is Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Ed Cannon, who is president of FEBC. Ed, as we live our lives and think about our life coming to an end, we want to make sure that any legacy we leave is a legacy about Jesus. And certainly we're going to talk about a man today whose life legacy is Jesus Christ. We're going to talk about Sammy here today. Introduce this man, this dear man who went to be with the Lord this past year. Well, Wayne, Sammy T. Tommy Harja was a dear friend of mine. I really did count him as one of my closest friends. I loved him just uh, as a brother in Christ and a sweet, sweet man. He was incredibly visionary, hardworking, constantly pushing the envelope of creating uh, what I think is one of the most successful Christian radio networks in the world, mm-hmm. because now it's extended to almost 150 FM stations in the largest Muslim country in the world. Well, let's talk about where he served and how long he served there. Yeah, he was the director of FEBC Indonesia for 47 years. That's 4-7, director. And uh, even up until his very last moments, uh, he was still working, still serving, still striving. He, He stepped down and retired uh, from FEBC about three years prior to his passing, but he didn't stop there. He started a TV network in Indonesia, and he was <laughs> continuing to use his uh, his vision and his energy to proclaim the good news on television yep. all across the country. Well, we're going to remember Sammy T. today here on our broadcast. It's only appropriate that we do so. We also belong to the National Religious Broadcast Organization, which is a worldwide organization, really, and Sammy was the recipient of the Hall of Fame Award which was very, very special. That was a great moment. Sammy T. was really the first international individual to ever receive that award, to my knowledge. Uh, And he stands shoulder to shoulder with other recipients in the category of uh, Billy Graham, uh, R.C. Sproul, John MacArthur, and goes on and on and on, the number of people that received that award. And then here's this Sammy T. Tommy Harja, who really nobody had ever heard about, but... um, a very worthy recipient of the award. And uh, I remember reading his application for that uh, award that that I actually filled out myself. And basically all we wrote was, for 47 years, he's been leading the largest Christian radio network in the largest Muslim country in the world. And that's pretty much all you needed to yeah. say. Well, we'll talk more about uh, the end of Sammy's life. He, he died of covid uh, tragically, uh, but the Lord called him home. We have his voice we're going to hear now, and we have several clips of uh, his voice. Uh, this first one, he talks about how they present the good news, the gospel message in his country of Indonesia. Again, as you said earlier, the largest Muslim population country in the world. We are talking about good news. Nobody will refuse if they listen to a good news. Isn't that right? We just challenge people. Do you want to hear about the good news? And when they ask, we can go deeper talking and explaining what is good news. We do like more pre-evangelical program, but we also have so different kind of program. So when people listen to the pre-evangelistic program, usually they can call our station and they will ask more. And many of them believe in Jesus Christ later on. That's part of our ministry, to reach people. Our goal is only bringing Christ to the world by radio before, but now by media. One of the things that Sammy talks about right there, Wayne, is an understanding of that local culture and what it takes 
in that local culture to get people to understand the gospel. Uh, and I think that is at the core of who FEBC is. Mm-hmm. We understand that you need to to be one with the audience, close to the listeners, what we talk about, and understand what message works most effectively in that culture to spur people to interest. He talked about the calls that we take at the radio station, and that was one of the most important elements of the way Sammy structured the organization there in Indonesia. We had an entire call staff. Uh, We had a counselor who had a PhD in counseling who really understood how to work with the listeners. And at, at one point, we were getting thousands of calls per month from these listeners uh, and encouraging them uh, with whatever their problems were, wherever they were in life, to move one step closer to Jesus. And that's what they said they were satisfied yep. with. We don't have to get them to place their faith in Christ today. We just want them to be one step closer so maybe they'll call us tomorrow. Sure and the next day, and the next day. And that was his strategy, and it worked brilliantly, as you heard. You mentioned the network of stations he built. Talk about that and and the legacy of that network that's expanding still. He had some 20-plus, I'm not sure exactly how many FM stations in some of the largest cities in Indonesia, owned and operated by FEBC with local staff on the ground. They worked with the local churches. They put the local pastors on they spoke personally to the people in that area, and they had their own uh, staff of people accepting phone calls. But his vision was bigger than that. He said, I know we have great content. I know there's a lot of stations all throughout Indonesia um, that would love to have our content. So he created the vision, built the relationships, and started making his content available to any station at no charge. If you want our Christian content on your radio station, we're going to make it available to you. We're going to make it easy, and you're going to see you have more listeners. And as of today, there are over 150 radio stations (laughs) in the country of Indonesia taking that Christian content, uh, broadcasting the gospel, and as a result, getting a phone call. (laughs) Interestingly, Wayne, you know the problem that was caused with that was how in the world do we have enough staff to receive these phone calls? But Sammy in his brilliance said, we don't want to receive the phone calls. We want the churches to receive the phone calls. So we're going to build a connection between our radio station and the local churches so that when people call in, we direct them to the church. The church answers their question. They build a relationship. And now the people have a community next to where they live so that they can go and become in fellowship with yeah, other believers. What a great strategy. Well, let's hear more from Sammy himself, uh, recorded uh, before he passed away. Uh, here, he talks about his country, and he talks about reaching Indonesia for Christ. So, uh, Indonesia is the biggest Muslim country in the world right now, but still, there is still openness because to the, the gospel. So we, if we grab this opportunity, I think we can do a lot more to bring more people of Indonesia to Christ. I'm sure about that. Because this is still the timing when the gospel is still open. Not like in the Western world, but Indonesia now is very open. But you have to be careful how do you deliver the message. That's very important. There's so much more than just being careful. Uh, Sammy says you have to be careful about how you deliver the message. And what he means by that is not just caution for fear that something bad will happen, 
but careful in that he in handling the word of God, you must be very uh, intentional. Mm-hmm. He was intentional about saying, I know what we can say that Muslim background people will hear and understand and respond to. And they were very deliberate in Indonesia to make sure that that's the way their radio operated and the way they functioned. And as a result, that's why they were getting thousands of calls uh, from listeners with an interest in pursuing Christ. Heaven alone is going to tell, Wayne, how many people in this very large country. It's uh, almost 300 million people. You know, Indonesia is the fourth largest country in the world. Most Not people, many of us realize that, right? Very few people realize that because uh, square footage, square mileage in that country is pretty small. It's a lot mm-hmm. of little bitty islands, but 300 million people and about 87% are Muslim. And so Sammy's ministry there was very different, very unique. There's a very interesting culture in Indonesia. I've read quite a lot of books on it, and uh, it's a place like none other on the earth. So understanding what the people were like and being careful at how you put your broadcast together is what Sammy is. Sammy's words reflected why his ministry was so successful. Well, as we honor him today, I'm thinking about the fact that in the long history, over 75 years now, the Far East Broadcasting Company. He's not the exception. You know, it, he's, he represents many servants, many of whom are unknown to us, who have faithfully proclaimed the gospel through FEBC. That's, that's a wonderful thought. It's exactly our model, Wayne. Use local indigenous people like Sammy T, who understand the culture, who speak the local language, who understand the network of churches and, and are, are close to those churches and working in community But the thing about Sammy that made him a bit unique was while he had all those characteristics, he had a tremendous tenacity toward vision and the future and worked so hard his entire life, 49 years. And as a result, what you can see, even though he's not with us anymore, he still is with us in the hundred and some stations that are broadcasting the good news in Indonesia. It's almost as if he knew that his home going was soon to come when he recorded what we're going to hear now. And then we'll talk about your final moments, your final opportunity to talk with Sammy. Let's listen again. I think around the world, I just pray to the Lord. I want to go anywhere where I can speak, where the Lord can use me as a speaker or motivational speaker or inspirational. And I trust the Lord will open the way because I don't have to worry about my future. And I still want to work for the Lord till the rest of my life because that's part of my life. Because once the Lord called me, I think the calling is so strong that we will continue to bring people to Jesus Christ through our daily life that people can see our attitude and our performance in life as as a Christian. Sammy T was quite an amazing guy, Wayne. Um, in listening to that, I, I got a lump in my throat thinking about him saying, I want to work until the very end of my life, which he did. And let me share did, just yeah. a little bit about that. He sure he retired from FEBC Indonesia. And as, as I think I mentioned before, he, he started a television network putting gospel content on TV in 
Indonesia. So this was after a 49-year career with radio. He still wasn't done. <laughs> he was getting his second win, wasn't he? <laughs> and and he, he called me up uh, just after Christmas in uh, 2020. The COVID had begun, and um, he said, hey, could you do an interview with me on the television station? We want to interview you, and you and I can chit-chat about what the Lord has done through radio and I think that'd be a good program to inspire people on television to pursue Christ. So he and I did. It was in January sometime, and we spent 45 minutes or an hour uh, via Zoom, and I did an interview with him, and we we talked about his career. We talked about the country of Indonesia. We talked about the gospel. Uh, He was happy and enthusiastic and just filled with energy. And I enjoyed that interview with him, and we finished chatting that day, and I said, hopefully this COVID thing will end soon. Little did I know it's going to wane on and on and on. But I said, I'll look forward to the day, and I can come back to Indonesia and share a meal with you. He said goodbye, and we hung up. And the next thing I knew, we heard that that Sammy had come down with COVID and that he was actually pretty ill. Um, we reached out to his wife and family, and, and they said, well, he's in the hospital so you really can't speak with him. And um, just days prior to his death, Sammy went on Facebook Live, once again, never wanting to quit, continuing to want to minister until his last moments. And he did a Facebook Live broadcast from his hospital bed. He had an oxygen mask on his face, uh, which muffled essentially his ability to communicate. But he sang a hymn. I don't remember what hymn it was, but he sang it uh, in his very, very weak voice, little or no air in his lungs, but yet it was his effort. And uh, after he sang that hymn, he smiled and looked at the camera. The broadcast ended, and it was only a day or two after that that he went to be with the Lord. And so what he told you in that piece you listened to just moments ago I want to serve him up until the very end is exactly what he did. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. surprise me at all. Yeah. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Yeah. Well, it's only appropriate that we would honor our friend here today. We miss him and we miss his ministry, but uh, the Lord's raising up other people, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I've always talked about the end of Dr. Bob Bowman's life. And he, he said at the end of his life, when he was asked, how do you want to be remembered? He said, I don't want to be remembered at all. I want to point people to Jesus Christ. And that's what the ministry of FEBC is all about. And being a very close friend of Sammy T. Tommy Harja, I can tell you in earnest that that's the heart of that man. He doesn't particularly care to be remembered. It's great that we're doing that today. And I'm yeah. really happy we are. Yeah. But what he would want is to point people to Jesus Christ. He was always pointing people to Jesus, and he still is, isn't he? (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for helping me remember, Wayne. Yeah. Well, in closing, if you would like to pray for the country of Indonesia that we've talked about here today, or many other countries of the world that have uh, unreached people groups, including Indonesia, we'd love to provide you with our Focus Prayer Guide. You can sign up for this at our website, febc.org. Look for the International Prayer Guide there, the Unreached and Focused Prayer Guide, actually, at febc.org. Ed, thank you so much. We'll talk again on the next edition of this podcast. 
Thank you, Wayne. It's always a pleasure. And my thanks to Joe Carlson, Jonathan Mortiz for their help in putting this all together. We'll see you next time. Until all have heard.